everyone, and welcome back to this wonderful Wednesday's episode of Word Traveler. I'm reading today from 2 Chronicles chapter 34, verses 14 through 16. I'm using the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. I think it well states what was intended by the author of Chronicles. Here we go. While they were bringing out the money that had been brought into the house of the Lord, the priest Hilkiah found the book of the law of the Lord given through Moses. Hilkiah said to the secretary, Shaphan, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave the book to Shaphan. Shaphan brought the book to the king. Yeah, there's a, an amazing sequence of events that occurred once the king, whose name was Josiah, found the book. Now, a little background on Josiah. He was eight years old when he was made the king. I think he was the great-grandson of Hezekiah, whom we learned about yesterday. He reigned for 31 years, and at the age of 26, this book, the Book of the Law, was an amazing discovery that was unearthed in the debris of more than three centuries of deferred maintenance. Somewhere in the far corner, of Solomon's <laughs> decaying temple. Here it lay, the law of Moses, the sacred writ, the word of God, the nation's conscience. Hilkiah found the book of the law in the house of the Lord, and he cried out, I found the book. The book of the law was discovered by Hilkiah the priest, who gave the book to Shaphan the scribe, who read the book to Josiah the king, who consulted with Huldah the prophetess, who warned Josiah the king, who gathered the elders of Israel, who assembled all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, who listened to the public reading of the entire book of Josiah the king, who made a covenant of allegiance between the Lord and the people of Judah, and who finally did everything according to the covenant of God. Well, apparently, the discovery of this book made a difference. Something significant, it appears, occurred in the hearts of Judean citizens. Change actually happened. How unlike many of our churches today, we've grown far too accustomed to the message of the book. I would say the familiarity of the Bible tends to lull us to sleep. It no longer sounds like the voice of him who crieth in the wilderness. That is, of course, John the Baptist. We do not make straight in a desert the highway of our God, nor do we expect that the glory of the Lord will be revealed. I think many of us Christians have become passive, apathetic, and perhaps way too comfortable. I'd like to quote a, a section of a book that I read years ago called The Word of God and the Word of Man by a famous, a great Reformed theologian. His name is Karl Barth. And this book was gathered from sermons he delivered sometime around January of 1916. So this is over a hundred years ago. And think about these words that Karl Barth wrote in the book that was collected from his messages. I'll quote him now. The church's preaching 
the church's morality, and the religious life go their uninterrupted way. And we are Christians. Our nation is a Christian nation. A wonderful illusion, but an illusion, a self-deception. We should be honest and ask ourselves far more frankly what we really gain from religion. What is the use of all the preaching, baptizing, confirming, bell ringing, and organ playing? Efforts to enliven church singing, the unspeakably tame and stupid monthly church papers, and whatever else may belong to the equipment of modern ecclesiasticism. Will something different eventuate from all this in our relation to the righteousness of God? Are we even expecting something different from it? Are we hoping that something may happen? Are we not rather hoping by our very activity to conceal in the most subtle way the fact that the critical event that ought to happen has not yet done so and probably never will? Are we not by our religious righteousness acting as if in order not to have to deal with reality? Is not our religious righteousness a product of our pride and our despair, a tower of Babel at which the devil laughs more loudly than all the others? We are fixed firmly, very firmly in human righteousness. We are alarmed by the cry of conscience but we have gone no further than to play sleepily with shadow pictures of the divine righteousness. Whew, I don't know about you guys, but I read these words and my conscience is sharply bothered. I only have one word of response to Karl Barth's century-old indictment and Josiah, King Josiah's robe-tearing and weeping at the discovery of the book of the law in the house of the Lord. Here's that word. Ouch. <laughs>